Hey guys, before we get into the episode, you all know I'm a huge fan of fashion and I have been ever since I was a little girl. And my first job, by the way, was actually at Macy's. And my love for fashion began when I started there because I worked in the fragrance department, but of course my eye was always on the clothes and the makeup and everything related to style. But here's the thing, my relationship with Macy's didn't end once my days of asking people walking by if they wanted a sample of the latest scents came to an end. Nearly 20 years later, I still find myself choosing Macy's time and time again for literally everything. It's become a really beautiful full circle moment that they've been such amazing supporters of our show for so long. And when it comes to shopping, they have everything you need, whether I need a last minute outfit or Kevin needs a last minute outfit for our friend's wedding. We always head to Macy's. They've got us covered. So if you're in need of some retail therapy, perhaps, or looking to spruce up your home or your lifestyle, check out Macy's friends. I've curated a list of some of my favorite items that have helped me upgrade so many parts of my life, really my fashion the most, but of course home and baby and so much more. So check the link in the description and happy shopping Hill Squad. Happy Friday, everyone. You hear that? And uh, well, you know a couple of things. First, obviously, we fooled them again. I had a real difficult time fooling everyone this week. Oh my goodness, I'm still having a hard time. Hopefully, by the end of this, you'll be fooled. But uh, it also means uh, you hear that music, and you know it's it's the match to Christmas. You know, how many more Fridays do we have, Kelsey Alexandra Meyer? We have. Let me just pull it up here, Kev. One, two, two more Fridays. Two more Fridays, and that's it. Wow. It's sitting in with us, Carolina. So nice to have you with us, Carolina. (laughs) Happy to be here. It'd be good to uh, have you part of our our little weekly Friday scam. yeah, scam on. Scam on. It's tough, tough, tough. The scams are getting harder. I think it, I, I should ask older people if scams get harder and harder as you get older. You would I think, think like, do. yeah, but you would think maybe they would become more effortless because you get, you have so much good scam experience. I mean, I will say, and you'll appreciate this. My father called me today because he was scamming and getting his teeth pulled out of his mouth. And he was Great like, scam. Great yeah. Scam. And he was like, I'm going to go get a banana milkshake. I'll talk to you later. And I was like, man, you live a great life. A great scam, dad. Just getting teeth pulled and then excuses to get banana milkshakes. So, like, so, I think it gets easier. All right. Maybe. You know, with dad, though, his, you know, what his problem is. Well, a lot of stuff. Well, he doesn't know it's a scam. <laughs> oh, Good he's point. in scam denial. Yeah. yeah, he's in scam denial. If he would embrace that it is all just a scam, that, yeah, like, oh, what a great scam. Getting my teeth pulled. Now I'm going to go get a banana milkshake. Life's not so bad. So true. Like, I don't know. I always remind people, like, oh, with that little $1,000 phone in your back pocket that, oh, I don't know, every single American over 13 has, eh, 
Yeah. Oh, kind of can't uh, can't be as bad as you think it is. So, True. or as the as the as the media would like us to think. Needless to say, Kelsey uh, and Carolina, hello. It's uh, nice to have you guys, even though we're not in studio together. I am uh, in a semi-quarantine state. I have been battling a chest infection, bronchitis, and it's kind of always scary when it goes to lungs because for me, I've had pneumonia a few times. I've had mono a few times. Mm. Um, Pneumonia a few times? mm, Yeah. Back in the day. Back, yeah, but not for a long time. But also, but, like, no wonder your system is shot. Like, I had mono once, and it messed me up for forever. <laughs> me too. When like, did you have it? When did you have it? I had it, it in college. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I got it right right after college, and I got it in high school. What about you, Carolina? When did you have it? Right before college. Summer between high school and college. Uh, I had tonsillitis the whole summer, yeah. too, and strep throat yes. and mono, and I was like, uh, not fun. Yeah, yeah, it really just knocked you out. But, wow. you know. Back then, it was the beginning of MTV, so it was kind of exciting. This was, you know, the beginning of the end for all of us. Why we're all in this mess? That was so for for me. It was nice to have MTV, little all my children, little General <laughs> Hospital. I got sucked into all the soaps, of course. And uh, yeah, so all good. Now <laughs> and then, I think, and then yeah, and then I think during the Carney business, I probably the first year or two, I I didn't understand the work scam balance so i just was going 90 to 100 hours a week and not really taking care of my body and i got sick again and so anyway but not since then i don't think since then no i've um i've put a pin in it as they say but uh have you well put a pin in getting the mono and the okay it's yeah. just it's just coming other forms now norm well i tell you normally when i i start to feel a, a cold coming into my chest i i fight pretty hard and I don't let it in that's when I go okay we gotta throw up the flag you know steam oversleep a lot of fluids tons of zinc tons of vitamin c and I think having the buffered vitamin c powder for years kept a lot of it away I rarely got sick but then it was uh you know I was also trying to fix my stomach yeah you know we had I thought I had candida which I think I did so I had to clean up my diet and so I I had cleaned it up, but my, my movements were still not good, not to gross anyone out. But I think it was the vitamin C powder that was screwing it up. So Dr. Allison said, put a pin in that. And I did. <laughs> then everything was great. But being off the powdered vitamin C, I'm sure it didn't help. And then, that, you know, I'm worn out. So, yeah, it was a long time coming. And I think when I went back to Boston, just a lot of, a lot of hustle and bustle. And, again, I just – I really – I'm sensitive now to people who live back there with the cold and no, and the lack of sun. Mm-hmm. Um, and if you're not in optimal health, then I think it's really bad. You know, I really underestimate the lack of sunlight, what effect it had on me. Um, and I just know when I walk outside and I get some sunlight, I start to feel better immediately. And by the way, it's very cold. We, at least we have a lot of sun here, but if you notice, it's a lot colder. Kathleen, do you notice if it's a, even a little bit colder this winter than other winters past in LA? Or would you say it reminds you of other winters? Oh, it's so hard to say. I feel like it feels a tiny bit colder. Right? I'm freezing. I'm walking around with a puffy down jacket. But yeah, yeah. You're, yeah, it's true. Maybe it is actually <laughs> colder for yeah, sure. I think it is too. And you know, the thing is with these houses, the way they're built, um, 
So like Maria's like, why is that? Why is it colder in our house than outside? I'm like, well, because our house is insulated. So the, you know, in comes, but not insulated like back there. And so in comes a little bit of the cold and then it, it just kind of stays here. It's almost works like a free, like an ice box. Same with your office in there. Yeah. You don't have open windows. You don't have sun. So if a cold comes in, it almost um, keeps the cold in. That makes sense. Cause that's what we were saying. I was like, I think it's like, it's the office. Cause it's like, it does, yes. it just stays in here. So we have our little heater, but I do still feel like it's colder. Cause it I'm is. usually not a cold person. I'm like fine. And I've been cold like at night too. I don't know. It's so interesting. It's colder. And you know, conversely in them back East, I heard it's 50 degrees today. Yep. Back, yeah. Yesterday back in Boston. So, I mean, yeah, I don't know kids. Oh, I don't here. know. But well, you're enjoying your new sun lamp. I've got the sun lamp going in the morning. And then I, oh, yeah, not, not a little doohickey. I'll throw it everyone, everyone's way. It, that's been very nice. Is my, um, you know, so, you know, we all know about having a weighted blanket and how nice the weighted blankets are. I'll say this about weighted blankets. Sometimes they're a little too big and too weighted that you can't even maneuver them. So I really do recommend a throw version of it, to be yeah. honest. That being said, um, and I know you guys are all going to want this link. Uh, <laughs> I have a weighted, um, a weight, not a, it's a it's about as close to a weighted throw blanket as you can find. It's, it's, uh, it's, it's, I would say bigger than a heating pad. Maybe it's about two feet by four feet, uh, or two feet by three feet, maybe in size, but it's weighted. And it has a heating mechanism on. So it's just nice to put that on your uh, chest, get a little weight, get a little compression. Nice to bring the stress levels down or to probably even put it over your legs, I'm thinking, when you're working or over your shoulders. I don't know. That's been a kind of a good, uh, just a nice little thing. That and my, yeah, my definitely my artificial light. Yeah, Kevin showed me that the other day and I said, I need that. Yeah, Especially so. ladies. I feel like it'd be very nice on our ovaries during that time of the month. That's what I thought. I was like, okay, heated, cute little size, weighted. I yes. know that. Well, I was always big on the, you know, the, the, my carny trick for anxiety. Um, even depression too, was to get a hot water bottle, mm-hmm. overfill it. So it's hot, but really heavy. And then put that on your chest and just watch your, your, your heart rate go down. It's a very, I've used it on many, many people who are like having nervous breakdowns. I'm like, just trust little thing, you know? Yeah. I sleep with two weighted blankets. It's probably aggressive, but (laughs) (laughs) I can't maneuver very well, but it's nice. (laughs) You like them. Yeah. But it is a little little hard to maneuver them. Well, unless it's a twin size, but I got, I made the mistake of buying one that was so big that I, I think I either gave it away or I cut it in half. It was so big. They're hard, especially if you get the, yeah, like 15 pounders where you're just like, yeah. That's what I have. And I feel like it's too heavy. So I abandoned it. I was like, oh, I'm tired of yeah, like yeah. taking it off and too much. Yeah. Yeah. There's a, I'll, I'll, um, yeah. Let me see if I can find uh, where I got these, this, this kind of heated throw weighted perfect thing to help us through. Oh my God, kids. I, um, yeah, it, it, this was hard to rally monkey to do this. Uh, We're proud of you. To, Thank you. This show. Oh well, you know we all we do our best. Keep trying. Uh, yeah, I think as the year comes to an end, I will say, you know what really ha- 
helped me. It's kind of, this is going to sound so crazy, but I, I did some organization. You saw me doing it, Kelsey. You know, mm -hmm. I usually do. So Carolina, Kelsey knows this about me, but I'll, I, for decades, I've done a year end cleanup. So around, around this time, it used to be Christmas week because you have the week off, but now if I have time off for Christmas, I want it for me. So I'll try to grab a Saturday here or whatever to, you know, organize drawers and closets and all those things. And what I didn't realize is with all the renovations I did, I never did. So, so we renovated, I renovated this house. And the minute I was done with the house, I jumped to, to another house. I went to Connecticut to work on that house. And um, so when I came back, my Violet, I just kind of put my stuff back and we just, you know, threw stuff back any old way. And I haven't, I don't know, maybe it's two years later. I've never organized everything. I've never gone through my stuff. I've never, you know, and I, and so to have done that, just, oh my goodness, it just lightened the load so much and helped me feel better energy wise, you know, just to, just to, just to do that. And it was funny. It was, a, it was interesting because it was a, I'm trying to become more of a minimalist. It's hard because I'm a consumerist, as you know. <laughs> but um, I read one quote from the, it was from the minimalist podcast I always talk about that I listen to, but they were saying how, you know, be a minimalist, but not a deprivationist. So that's Ooh. something to think about. And the other thing is, th there's another technique of certain things on whether to get rid of or not. If they, they, they're one of their, I don't know, listmas tests is that, if this, whatever object you're hanging on to, if it would explode or, or combust, would you replace it? And if, and if so, then keep it. But if not, I don't know, maybe you let it go. That's interesting. I like that. Because right. we had the whole like Marie Kondo, remember that? Mm -hmm. That like, does it bring you joy? And being a consumer, I'm like, hell yeah, everything brings me joy. Absolutely. Well, so no, that test me, is not good for me. <laughs> no, no, no. But wait a second. So yeah, and, and that's that is still kind of a good test. But but does it sitting there for a period of a year and a half and not being used bring you joy? Right. Like I know people that um, listen, hoarders, you know, who I think are crazy would be like, no, I I like seeing a giant mess because it's with me and it's mine and I don't care if I use it in two years or five years, but I feel good knowing it's here. And then they would call me crazy because I would say, um, get rid of it all. And in two years when you need it, you'll find a way to have it, you know? So that's, you know, but, but for where I come from, um, I'm, you know, really helping Maria with let other people enjoy this stuff. Don't look at it like, oh, I wasted money on this or someone gave me this great gift or, you know, it's like, okay, but let's share it. Someone else can use it. You know, we can donate it to a charity or we can give it away to a friend. But, you know, if we need it in two years, well, okay, we'll, we'll figure it out then. But there's a lot of things that, um, yeah, it just kind of sit and they sit with us and they sit in boxes and they, sit and they, sit, they don't get used. So. The hardest, the hardest thing uh, for me is pictures, framed mm. pictures and f actual physical photos. Like I feel like. What are the notes? I have a hard time with notes. And too. notes too. Yeah. Because yeah. they're priceless in a way. So you, 
you know, I don't know. And then it's like, well, you guess you could digitize them, but I think if they get digitized and they don't get used, you, you're really not going to reference them. And for me, I'm always thinking, you know, I, Maria's famous. So these things have even more meaning and she keeps a lot and Lisa kept a lot. Like, so, and I have archived all of their stuff over as best I could over the year, over the years since childhood and now, but I keep thinking, okay, for the kids or for the grandkids someday, you know, these are the things they would enjoy. But I, I don't know. I also see that a lot of kids don't care about that stuff. I mean, I care. I have my dad's fire helmets. They mean everything to me. They're like literally the only material objects that even matter to me, but, um, or they matter the most. But I see a lot of kids don't really even care about that stuff. And I feel like the new generations coming up are going to care less and less because everything's digital. I don't think they're going to care as much. So it's like, I don't know. That, so I, I, I struggle with that too. Um, my solution for the notes and the photos is, is maybe creating albums. Yeah. You know, and just, and then at least put them in a bookcase and label them. I mean, I think that's, you know, so that's something I'm wrestling with. For, for it's sure. tough. And going back to the the generations not caring, it's so interesting though because I feel like I actually kind of feel like the younger cares more. The younger is like loves. They think that it's like so cool. Like, oh, my dad's blah 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 sweatshirt from college, or like, oh, I don't that's know, good. Good. No, I like to hear that. That's yeah. nice. Yeah, you okay, know what? Erica probably... wears my dad stuff. So there might be a bigger respect because they they kind of. Maybe they're seeing the silliness of the consumerism and, you know, the fact that stuff is so readily available and, mm -hmm. you know, with the stuff we get overseas, that's so cheap and so easy. I mean, it's very humbling. A little shout out to the Christmas specials. We love podcasts. Mm -hmm. If you have not subscribed, I urge you to, if you're a fan of the holidays and if you're a fan of Christmas specials, then you will love our Christmas specials. We love podcasts. We did a two-part on Rudolph. We just taped, which one did we do? Kelsey, we, we just did a year without Santa Claus. Yeah, without Santa Claus. And anyway, but I, I bring it up not just as a plug, but please um, subscribe and leave us a, a comment uh, and a five-star rating over at uh, Apple, if you'd be so kind. That being said, I have some old Sears toy catalogs. So when we were kids, in fact, I'll grab one. Keep talking. Kevin's grabbing some Sears. I've never been to Sears. <laughs> have I you been to Sears? Maybe when I was like 10, look at fridges. And I, like I, just, I remember growing up and we would, that's not true actually. We one time, we would walk through Sears, but I don't think it was around for a long no, time. No, it was, it was dying on the vine that you, when you were a kid. Yeah. I mean, like it's still basically got a, like a slight pulse, but it's gone. Um, and this mm -hmm. is a store that's been around since, was around from the late 1800s. Wow. But again, Kai, if you do not practice Kaizen, as a store, if you're not in a state of continuous improvement, everyone with your businesses and your life, this is what happens. Why mm -hmm. couldn't it have become Target? It could have. Could have. You know, but it just, you know, I, people get stuck in their ways and everyone is making money and, and things are fine. And that's what continuous improvement's about. It's not about fixing things that are bad. It's about whether it's bad or good. How do we continue to make it better? And when you have that mentality, you keep evolving and growing. And when you don't, you're serious. Uh, You're serious. <laughs> or or Woolworth or, or Woolworth. Black, anyway. Blackberry. I can't. Or Blackberry. Yeah, it's another one. Um, but okay, guys. So see this. 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 So this used to. So some of our um, older listeners will appreciate this. So when the Sears catalog used to come out back in the, I'm sure from the 20s. Well, probably probably post World War II. But it, it this cat this 
it came out from the 1800s on, but I know for Christmas time, probably from the 50s until like the early 90s, this was like, these were like the go-to for kids. So kids, oh my would, gosh, oh my god! So kids would get these. This is what parents probably would do to keep us busy. Okay, they'd be like, okay, you can make your Christmas list to write out some of the things that Santa's going to want um, to give you, and you'd sit there and you'd you'd have your whole list of things. But like you can see, some of the this one's from 1974. Wow! So it's got um, God. Let me just I, I'm going to open randomly to one page. Okay, so hockey skates and hockey player equipment. That's that's not so novel. Uh, oh, here we go. Mattel's Happy Talking CNSA toys. Do you remember those? No. So you would see these here. You would pull a string. You would put the you would put the knob on a um, on a picture. You would pull a string, and it, let's say you put the uh, like this Snoopy. Let's say you put Snoopy's hand on a cow. You pull the string, and it'd be like the cow goes moo, or might just go, what? Moo. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, we weren't very intelligent. We didn't have you guys' level of intelligence. Uh, all right, let's see what else we have here. Let's see. Um, interesting. Kevin, why do you still have these? Just for nostalgia? Uh, no, I got them when we were doing, uh, I think it was the Christmas Starts in August podcast. We were doing a Christmas podcast years ago. You know me ahead of everybody. So before the yeah. Christmas podcast were a thing, we started one, and then I just didn't. I didn't have anyone around me to wanted who had the passion to do it. So, it, but this is one of the things we covered. Okay, Hot Wheels Sizzler. So this was very big race cars for kids, uh, and and these little tracks that you could push them. Um, oh, the Viewmaster. Oh yeah, see, see this guys. So you I just I oh, wish I you guys remember those. We had those, we had those yep. yeah. You had the Viewmaster, it made yeah. it nice. Yeah, you would you would look you put in the little slide and then you could look, yeah, you held it up to the light and you yeah. could different see, pictures. Yeah. And like the little kaleidoscope, remember mm -hmm. those? Oh, yeah. wigs and curls for little girls. So look at <gasps> Wow. This is where you, you got a doll's head and uh, and you would set her hair. I had that, know, but it was a brass girls. head. It was a brat. Ah, they got smart. Mm. Interesting. It uh, cut all her hair off. My mom was pissed. Oh no! I was like, "Mom, I was giving her a haircut. Relax." And then, <laughs> and then I'm looking at all the Halloween costumes. Oh wow! Oh, so they had Halloween in there too. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, it was their whole toy collection. So this and this one is. Oh, this is that was 1970. This is 1978. Ton a lot of Tonka trucks. Oh, and especially. Big back then was tool tools for boys, so these oh. little workshops and tools. Yeah, yeah. Back when oh. we back when we worked, oh, electric uh, uh, football was amazing. Those are fun. Okay. Yeah, you you. Might, I don't know if you remember those, but anyway, yeah, these were the this was the the stuff that uh, that we would be into way 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 back when, and um, yeah, it's a different time now. Now you just I don't walk through a target and kind of grab what you want. Oh, the, I, the reason I brought it up though, as I digress, was that the prices for these toys, most of the prices for these toys 50 years ago are the same prices today. Really? Yes. Meaning like that's how cheap and accessible toys are now. Why is it expensive for that for then? Well, that's what it was like because we didn't have 
international, you know, we weren't, we were still making stuff in this country. It costs more money to do. And, you know, but it, it really is going back to clothing being so cheap and everything being so cheap. I mean, I don't know. Sometimes I'm astounded when I see certain items, how cheap they are. I'm like, I, how many, I mean, how many people starved to make this? Not, not to be morbid, but when you think about some of the things, how cheap they are, you got to wonder like, oh my God, what, how the hell was this even possible? And, you know, I'm sure it's because other countries don't have the labor laws we do. And anyway, so. No, it's crazy. A lot of that's been, um, I mean, recently or the last year or so with clothing and some of those like the Sheehan's and Mm -hmm. the Princess Polly's and those like cheap, just trendy turnover um, online clothing places. People have been like, it's horrible for the women or whoever children making the clothes. So people have been very like vocal about that because they're so cheap. It's everyone's like, yes, I could get a dress for seven. Yeah, but they, they, that's right. And they look amazing and they're getting they great likes and their right. selfies are amazing. So come right. on, let's, so what? If it's all about likes that? and popularity. Oh yes. Yeah. All about so. it. But yeah, no, it's crazy and it's super messed up. And so like, yeah, that's I, been, I think the better part of the younger generation is realizes that. Yeah. And yeah. they look and they see it's kind of silly. They see the, I mean, they see the extravagances that are a little silly, you know? So I think, which is, I think is a good thing. Um, I digress kids. Oh, I digress. Anyway, I, 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 I do. Th- it's funny. Uh, I was reading. Damn. I was my April. Who was my personal clairvoyant, clairvoyant to the stars, April. But every year I treat myself to a reading and I haven't done it this year. But as I was cleaning out my files, because I file every year, she does readings, I'll write them out. I have a file. Um, and one of the things was saying, talking about depleted energy and, you know, and, and getting well. And, you know, I think it was said something about trying to find things that gave you energy you know, rather than things that are depleting your energy, you just you just don't have it in you right now for anything that depletes your energy. But I was thinking about, um, yeah, for me, who's been exhausted, my cortisol levels and all these other things. But then I have noticed there have been other things that because I've enjoyed doing them, um, I don't feel as depleted. So I'm trying to be a little bit more, I mean, we've always talked about this anyway, about being around the right people. And if, if those people give you energy, great. If those people are draining your energy, then you probably have to look into that too. But, um, but that's been, a, um, but it was kind of an eye opener because I, by having to do the organism organizing and stuff, and I was definitely very tired after I did it. Um, I did feel it, it, I was able to get more done than I realized, but because it was giving me energy you know, to be having purpose and doing something I enjoyed. I love uh, organizing that inspired. I last week, I think I don't remember, remind me if I said this, but I went through all of my um, skincare and all of my like makeup after Maria was talking about, she did it and yeah. looked throughout all the expired stuff. Ooh, it felt so good. It feels good, right? So good. I threw out so much crap. And then I, it, it also reminds you what you have, right? Because like yes. I was so in the state of, oh, I didn't have any lotion. I need to buy new stuff. Girl, you have like three backup lotions, but I didn't see them under the, you right. know, whatever. So now I'm like, you're good. You do not need to buy anything for a couple of months. Like it was nice to remind no, myself. No, I think that's that. a good point too, about when you do, 
organized, you realize, especially if you're someone who's consumer and, and likes to buy a lot of trinkets and things like that, when you, you know, that, that happened to me too, Kelsey. I'm like, wait, I, I didn't even know I had this. I didn't even know I had that. I did not know I had this. I did, you know, there was so many things because I was not organized. I never, I never bothered putting all my stuff back in the correct place when, after the renovation. But yeah, every time I do it, I'm reminded of what I have. So buying less. Anyway, what do I know? Everything. Should Lost. we take a quick break? Let's take a quick break. Um, been going deeper with the Dr. Kim book. Talk, talk to Kim DeRamo. And um, again, I'm, you know, not that she's an affiliate. I've just been reading the book and it's been helping me a lot. And um, her Mind Body book that's available on Amazon. And it's a really super fast read. But I'm getting a lot out of it. And there's a couple of practices in there I shared with you, Kelsey. I actually just shared it with another friend today, too. That's been helping me a lot for, for any of you who have bad thoughts, negative thoughts, depressing thoughts, anxiety, thoughts of anxiety, um, thoughts of shame, thoughts of failure. Um, yeah, there's some good techniques in there that I've been employing that have been very useful. So I guess we'll talk about that when we get back um, on this regular guy Friday. Christmas month. I don't know what you call this time. Advent Friday? Like, I don't know. Yeah, where are we on the Advent calendar? Do I get another piece of chocolate? What's this Hell camp? yeah, you do. Really? Yeah. Every day. Every day, every day in <laughs> December. Wait, every day you get chocolate on the yes. Advent calendar? Yeah, if you're good and only eat the one per day. <laughs> oh, I didn't know that. I thought it was like once a week. No, every day. I got to get back into Catholicism. It sounds like a lot of fun. Yeah, so wait, can. and there, there were different colored candles I know every Friday, I thought. That I don't know. Or maybe because it was an Advent wreath? Is that a thing? That there's a big wreath and there's four candles on it and you, you light another one of the candles every week leading up to Christmas? I know in Sweden we do this thing where every the four Sundays before Christmas you have these four candles and you light one the first Sunday, two yeah. on the second Sunday, three, and then it goes down. And then on Christmas Eve you light them all until they burn out. Whoa. Oh, I like that. It's like a fire hazard. Okay, it's so very wait. pretty, actually. It's so nice. <laughs> Carolina, wait, wait, wait. Tell me. I need to know about Sweden. That's a great... I didn't know there was a Swede, Swedish scam attached to this. Yes, Swedish scam. All right, so all right let's Swedish have scam. a commercial break, and then I want to hear more about Sweden. This would be... Give us something to talk about today. All right, you guys. <laughs> we'll be right back. When you're on the go 24-7 like me, guys, finding ways to make life easier is so important for my health and sanity. <laughs> and that's exactly what my friends at Macy's do for me. From working there as a teenager to now going to them for so many of my daily essentials, it's been my go-to for so many years. And having everything in one place is such a time saver for me. With being a first-time mom, for a while now, as you know, I've had plenty of those and being able to rely on them for all the things has been amazing. Plus having everything in one place has made being a new mom just a little bit easier for me. So I know we're all focusing on our families, our health, hopefully our jobs and everything in between, but it's time to make your life a little easier. And to help you out, I've curated all of my essentials from Macy's for you and the whole fam. All the details are in the show notes below, or you can just click the link in the description to get your hands on them too. I have some new picks on there. This little bomber jacket, this little black dress. You're gonna love it. All right, friends, let's talk about something we all do. Snack. Trust me, I've definitely overindulged in the past, but as you know, I am focused 
on my health these days. And I think I found the healthier snack that you don't have to lose out on the flavor. And it's definitely become my go-to. It first came into the house because of Kevin. He was obsessed with wonderful pistachios. And then I got addicted. And now it's in my travel bag. I don't leave home without it. It's in our glove compartments because they don't melt. Right now, my favorite flavor is the sweet chili flavor. It feels like some of the naughtier kind of snacks I used to use where I used to lick my fingers after. Now I lick them and I feel safer. Um, Plus, Wonderful Pistachios is one of the highest protein nuts. Each one ounce serving has six grams of protein, giving you over 10% of your daily value. That's crazy, guys. So if you're looking for the perfect snack, trust me and head over to www.wonderfulpistachios.com to snag a bag of Wonderful Pistachios. You're going to love them. I remember my mom always struggling with her hair. It's Frizi Maria, my mom would say in her Greek accent. Tiehis, what do you have? I tried so hard to find her products. I wish I could share these products I'm using now with her because I know she would be so happy to finally have good hair days. I've always believed that hair is a woman's best accessory. And with Way's new anti-frizz cream, you can ensure that your hair always looks its best without the frizz stealing the spotlight. It's a lightweight cream that not only provides immediate frizz control, but also helps prevent heat damage. And get this, it lasts up to 72 hours. That's three whole days of frizz-free, gorgeous hair. Way seriously has some of my favorite products for taming the frizz. Pro tip, one of my biggest discoveries is using the Way hair oil on the ends of my hair before I dry it. Let me tell you, it's a game changer. Once it's dry, my hair looks so smooth and polished. I don't even need to do anything else. It is incredible. I love it. Frizz free up your schedule with Way. Go to the Way, T-H-E-O-U-A-I.com and enter the promo code Heel Squad for 15% off any product. That's the Way, T-H-E-O-U-A-I.com, promo code Heel Squad. Trust me, you won't regret it. The night went to the little land. Do you see what I see? Do you see what I see? What a great voice. Do you see what I see? Do you see what I see? A star, the star, dancing in the night with a tail. Little Bing Crosby. A tail as big as a kite. Uh, Kelsey's just making you nauseous because it's not Mariah Carey Christmas. No, no, I love this. Yeah. Mariah Carey makes me nauseous. I worked in department stores for way too long during Christmas. Sorry, Mariah. <laughs> <laughs> I love this. <laughs> well, I will say, for you boomers out there, if you have, uh, for the three of you that still have serious satellite left over from Maria's original show, Holiday Traditions plays all of these but you can get them on youtube too Hmm. traditional holiday music how lovely pulls up this stuff i like nat king cole's christmas album Mm -hmm. he does a good yeah 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 frank sinatra frank sinatra aaron carter r.i.p aaron carter's christmas is good (laughs) it actually is was it (laughs) yeah Jeez, I'm surprised if it was that good. That means he'd be getting checks off that annually unless they didn't make him a good deal, which I'm sure they did because it was I'm a sure they didn't because he was a baby. Who knows? Yeah, but it's mo- modern day deals are a little better. They don't totally screw the artist over. But like he was young. This was but he also was he was from it was from Nick's family and I'm sure he yeah, but anyway, rest in peace. Truly. Oh, sorry, Big. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, well, kids, 
Now, Sweden. I really need to hear more about this, yeah. Carolina. What you did you grow up there? No. So my mom is from Sweden. Um, so I'm only uh, half Swedish, but I go back every summer. We spend the whole summers with my family there, and all my mom's side of the family is still there. And I speak Swedish. Feel very connected with the culture. Wow, and you speak Swedish. And so what's it like there living-wise? It's very nice. I love Sweden. Um, right? But, like, the winters are super dark. So right now, like, it, the sun goes up at, like, 9 a.m. and sets at, like, 3 p.m. Oh, no. So Ooh. it's really dark. But then the summers are so light. So it's beautiful in the oh. summertime. You get all lightness. Are you going there next week? Is that where you're going? Or in two weeks? Are you going to go to Sweden? No, just uh -oh. just the D.C. area. But oh. <laughs> I'm, like, making I wish, it. honestly. I was like, I thought you were going to Sweden. J.K., but you know, but you know, kind of in those cultures that because the people are, I bet you are, are nicer, then that might not be as bad with the darkness. You know, when it's, no, you it's hard when you're in too. when you're in cities, and the hustle and bustle of cities just bring out the worst in all of us. Everyone's just so on edge, so stressed, so nasty. You know, not everyone, but you know, you have that. Whereas you go to a lot of these small towns, and you just don't have that that sentiment people are a lot friendlier a lot nicer but I, i'm guessing in sweden it's probably like that too yeah, kind it... of. it's people kind of tend to keep themselves a little bit more than like mm. us Americans. Oh, okay um but they're very nice and very friendly it's just kind of like more of like a you do your own thing mentality interesting mm. yeah it is but with the winters they're used to it like even my mom like she loves the winter time she loves when it's dark out she loves the cold so she'll complain if it's not cold enough like she oh really gosh. misses it which for me, I don't really, I don't like the cold at all. But when you grow up with that, I think you kind of, you like it. Wow. For the most part. Fair enough. Fair enough. I don't like the dark. That's the only thing. I don't mind the cold. The dark early would get me. But I also feel like they have, and correct me if I'm wrong, but like they're like Italians in the sense of like when it's winter for them, they're cutting back. They're chilling out. They're like they're taking their well. You that's know. what I mean. I bet you there's less hustle and bustle. Yeah, and yes, for smaller sure. countries. Um, listen, as much as everyone would love to socialize, I'm, I'm not everyone, but as people who want to socialize this country, the the monumental task at hand is which is so big, it's really hard to make that happen. I think fiscally, but then also just too many different personalities. But when you go to say, I just know Amsterdam, they had, I don't know, 50% tax or 40% taxes, whatever, but yet amazing healthcare, everyone got free education, people were really happy. There wasn't as much, I mean, crime was nailed. There was pickpocketing, okay, which isn't nice, but there wasn't as much violent crime or near, nearly any violent crime. And then, um, even the sense of fashion, people were just in sweatshirts and baggy pants. No, there wasn't that high, high pressure. Mm -hmm. But I think in a smaller area, you can have that. I just think in a bigger area, it's tough. So I, I bet you in Sweden, it's probably this similar, you know. Yeah, for sure. Especially with like, you know, the taxes and the healthcare and they get so much support. So it's like people are just generally like less stressed out and, yeah. and more happy. I brought my boyfriend for the first time this summer and he was amazing. He's like, wow, like people are so happy. Like yes. out, like having a good time. He's like, yeah. what is this? But you see, that's what I was getting at. When, and your response yeah. was, no, people keep themselves. But I kind of knew that. And I'm glad yeah. we, we went just far, enough, far enough in the conversation to say it. Dang. But I, I, and I think that, more of the younger generations under you are you'll see those who start leaving 
you know, they'll start going and living in those places because they'll say, I, I like living here better. And I think the fact yeah. that, you know, we are, the good thing I think about, you know, internet is we are all connected, you know, for, in, in a good way, that way. I think where more people are going to be working remote. I mean, I know a lot of college kids now that, you know, that are moving for their jobs, but boyfriends and girlfriends are moving with them because their jobs are remote. So right. it doesn't matter. So they're like, yeah. So I don't know. I think you're going to see more people are going to move. We had, uh, who was, is it Kelly? Was our. Yeah, Kelly Ellis. She moved to Spain. She moved to Spain. And I'll tell you, Kelly was, what you know, I met Kelly like 10 years ago, probably in the peak of the grind, you know, like just grind, grind, hustle, hustle. Like, and um, to see what she's like now, just leaving it all behind to go to Spain, she it's like she lost about a hundred pounds in her mind. So much lighter, happier. Um, so it's not just the younger generations that are doing that. I think it's just a lot of people, you know, especially post pandemic are saying, eh, you know what, maybe this isn't all it's cracked up to me. And now at the same time, there are people who, and I say this all the time, there's people for even for the cities, right? A lot of the cities now, are just filled with crime and pollution and all that. But there's just people that don't mind it. <laughs> they just don't mind it. They're like, hey, that's part of life. Um, big cities have always had their crime and always had their danger. And so there's a personality type that just loves that. I, you know, for me, I'm past it, you know, but I think for young people, I can see in your 20s, that's right of passage to be in New York City or LA or one of those places, even your early 30s, maybe. But then, you know, for me, I'm definitely at a place where I I am appreciating more nature and nice people. Um, yeah. So I think, but I think as time goes on, more people you're gonna see are gonna go, yeah, I I don't really need this. This is, you know, I don't need all of this. I need so right. Well, it's interesting. Maria and I were at this um mother denim holiday party the other night holiday dinner and i was talking to a guy who is like he's bicoastal but basically lives in new york and he but he was telling me that he was like the only reason i can still do it is because i travel almost if not every week and every other weekend to la and like mm. or somewhere else and so i can get out of the city he's like i couldn't leave because all my connections are there and like, so like my life is there, but I would not survive if I wasn't able to get out and like come to LA in the sunshine and like the chill and the water. And I was like, yeah, I can see that because he was like, no, I would like explode if I stayed in the, in New York, just, and never got out. Uh, in New York, I mean, listen, I, I, there's people who New Yorkers, they come out to LA and they're like, this is crazy out here. Yeah. And I'm like, this is crazy. <laughs> I'm like, you know, like you guys have traffic. I'm like, and you don't, it takes, it might take an hour to get three blocks. What are you talking about? But at least we have nature. We can go to a beach or we could go right. to the mountains. Like you guys, it's like, you know, I mean, they can obviously go up to the Hamptons or whatever, I guess. And it's, they do have ocean there too, but it's freezing. But the city itself is just, so much it's a lot it, mm -hmm. it listen fun to visit certainly during the holidays you know but i don't know again not for me but there's other people who swear by it i think that um but i was talking to dr allison about this and you know she was saying that i'm like how did people how did i'm so i'm even confused that people can live and become elderly in new york city like they can live into their 90s in that environment and she mm -hmm. said well back then they could 
because back then it wasn't as there wasn't as much electric electromagnetic radiation there wasn't as much wireless there wasn't it wasn't as much blue light it wasn't as much of that she's like but the young generations won't be able to live that long if they stayed in those places yikes i could see that which by the way i again they may be they all might be places for young people and then you know you have your thing and you leave i'll tell you i always mention my friend randall and his his husband mike they would always advise me and i when we first moved out i'll never forget randall saying to me he goes you know kevin this is not a place where you want to get old mm. and and he didn't mean stay young forever he meant listen at some point they're very cruel to older people here so like after 70 or 75 he's like you might that's when you, you got to move on to a community that's gonna be kinder to old people or you know mm. a little this is just get crushed under all this yeah so i but I, i'll say um you know it was just the summer was so hot here and you know i just i don't know i think just after the pandemic i just was like i had enough of everything but then being back in connecticut in that cold spell post halloween and, and darkness and i right now my body can't handle it i was like no i gotta get back to LA like this yeah. this is I want to I need to be in the sun or somewhere sunny I need to be sunny for you know until the until the, maybe till the spring or the summer but that's what I always say it's so nice like whenever people are like oh you're from Seattle it's so rainy blah 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 I'm like yeah majority of the year it's disgusting but let me tell you have you ever been to Seattle in the summertime I would live there every August through September like yeah. the best place in the world Seriously, best air, but like it's so clean. But then I want to be back in LA during the winter time. So I'm like, if you have the luxury to do that, I'm like, heck yeah. Well, like, I think a lot, guys. I think that's going to become the thing for yeah. a lot of people. I do. I think a lot of people, whether it's a luxury or not, are going to figure it out. They're mm-hmm. going to be living in two places, you know, sometimes even three. But yeah. I think that that's going to become a thing as well. Also, quick tease, we have Dr. Allison on the show next week on Better Together. We made it a two-parter because she and Maria really went um, went in, but it's really good. So Tuesday and Wednesday, we have Dr. Allison, who is all of our naturopath. <laughs> Started with yeah. Kevin and Maria, and I'm so lucky that I got into her, and it's a really cool um, a couple episodes. So I'm excited for you all to hear from her. As a first-time mom with a baby, I'm always on the go, whether it's running errands, getting my coffee, going to doctor's appointments, or just spending quality time with little Athena. And that's why I rely on wonderful pistachios to keep me fueled and ready for anything, no matter where I am. Kevin even keeps us bag stashed in the nursery. you know, for the nighttime hunger moments. Wonderful pistachios comes in a variety of flavors and sizes, making them the perfect snack to have literally any time, whether I'm enjoying them during a quick break in between taping this show or I'm on the go and it's in the diaper bag. I do carry it in my travel bag and they're in my car. At this point, when I'm leaving the house, I think keys, wallet, wonderful pistachios. (laughs) Bonus, wonderful pistachios is one of the highest protein nuts with six grams of protein in every one ounce serving. So on top of all that, They keep me feeling satisfied. I'm energized while I'm juggling all this crazy stuff in life. Next time you're looking for a convenient and guilt-free snack, head over to www.wonderfulpistachios.com and stock up on your favorite flavors today. Minus the sweet chili. Yeah, I've been thinking, you know, one of the things I read in the Dr. Kim book that I think was really cool. And I, again, I, sometimes I wish I knew this stuff better so I could verbalize it better for you, but hopefully this will help. I was saying it to Kelsey the other day too, but, um, 
you know, sometimes when you have these bad thoughts that come in your brain, so let's say it's, uh, I don't know, things that are stressing you out or things you're ashamed of or, you know, something you failed at that came up. I don't know. I'm trying to think of examples. You are know, we talking of, about the, like, making a, the bad a good? Well, it's not about making the bad somewhat. It, mm. it's, about, it's about saying, you know, what, it's about saying what good, instead of focusing all the, on the, the bad around the sentiment. Right. So it's like, uh, let's say I'm cleaning things up and I go, oh, God, look, at I spent so much money on this and I never even used it. And there's just, oh, and that's like a minor thing. But I don't know about you all, but that's how my mind works. My mind is filled with that. So it's just always just down and down and down on myself for this decision and that decision and this thing and that thing. But her thing is, you know, take a minute and realize, okay, well, what's the good that came out of this? What this what? Like, let's say you bought this thing and you never use it. What's the good that came out of it? Well, well, the good is now I realize, let's say that that's a waste and I won't waste the money again. And now I have a choice to change this. I mean, you know, this is just a weaker example, but the idea is thinking of what is the good that that can that what is the good you can interpret from any of the bad things that have happened or the bad things you're focusing on. Um, we can even use to the example. It was helpful for me where I was saying, I have this like crappy parking, parking situation thing going on at my apartment complex that just kind of like screws me. But we, I was talking to Kevin about it and it was funny cause I was like kind of starting to come to this like realization. And then Kevin just like hammered at home with this. I was like, you know what though? I'm allowed to park between certain hours of the day. There still. Yeah, can I get? Can I preface it? Kelsey? Yeah, yeah, go, go. This ahead. will help me so to make this clear. And thank you for doing that. So Kelsey, Kelsey's got a situation going on in her building where, uh, because of construction going on for two months, they they need her out the door by eight o'clock, and normally she leaves at nine. And if she doesn't, they'll ticket the car. Toward, I mean, again, that's a nightmare in LA because yeah. if you tow your car, you may never see it again. I mean. You don't want that to happen. And and I know it, she mentioned it several times over several different days. And then I know the other her other tenants being civilians, love my civilians. We're moving. We need to rise up. And, and then come to find out it wasn't even the building owner's problem. It's something the city's City. doing. Which, good luck. Do you think L.A.? Uh, please, the police, nobody out here cares. Like, think anyone's going to give an F? What the landlord says? No, it's like we're making, we're ripping up the streets. F off, and I'm like, okay. And you just found this wonderful place to live, and it's your little sanctuary. And these people all want to move. Well, good for them. Um, but I said to Kelsey, I said, okay, but let's apply the Dr. Kim thing. Let's think about, okay, well, what's the good that comes out of this? And one of the things, one of the one of the things was, well, obviously it's only two months. But the other thing was, this is going to have Kelsey out the door by eight o'clock. So, and I know, and I, again, I know for anyone under 35, it's asking for their firstborn to wake up a half hour earlier or to get out of bed before 10. I understand that. Uh, culturally speaking, you guys work into the night. And, um, but I was, it got us into a discussion where I said, Kelsey, you know, like this could be an opportunity for you to be up and at them, out the door at eight. You could be, you could have several options. You could be, you could, you could, you could work out. You could work out here at the house. 
you could you could uh, be earlier in studio to get things ready and and when we, we were talking about um you know the better together show and getting back into what i call a growth mindset we've had it kind of a survival heel mindset. squad heel squad excuse me sorry <laughs> i'm red out of it guys heel squad thank you get back to a growth mindset get back to kaizen you know how do we how do we build? How do we improve rather than just how do we survive, which is right. how do we float, which is what we've been doing for many, many reasons, no fault of anyone. But saying, Kelsey, you know, this is could be an opportunity for you, you know, as we migrate away from floating and be more into growth, you know, you can, you, you know, where you're usually 10, 15 minutes late every day coming into set and you've got all your bits and pieces and you're, you know, it's, it's, it's kind of a bit of a hot mess <laughs> when she comes in and it's, a, you know, and it, and again, I feel bad. It's, I feel worse for Kelsey than I do for Maria because I know Kelsey's stressed. She's rushing. She's carrying a million things. It's all this heavy weight. Like, Mind you, I'm not late to tape the show. I'm just late to. No, never to tape. But, like, but, but, but the, still, but, no, but still. But the problem is, see, but that's the problem too. So, and again, you're not a civilian, but there's been something lost with film schools and broadcast schools with mm. your generation is if we tape at 10, that doesn't mean you show up at 10. It mm. means you're here at least at nine or eight 30. You've got to, right. you're supposed to test everything. You're supposed to go into these things with a mentality of like, okay, something's always going to go wrong. So then we have to, everything that can work has to work and be efficient because something is going to go wrong and we'll be ready when it does. Mm. But I don't know guys, 15 years at after buzz, well before Kelsey, I don't know why. I could never seem to impress that, and I that was taught to me. But I, guess what? Maybe it maybe it's because it's the film school and broadcast teachers failing. I worked on construction, and I was taught by my dad from go like, hey, something's gonna go wrong. Watch, see that cement mixture? It's gonna watch. That could go today, and then what? Mm -hmm. like, on construction, something's always gonna go wrong. He's like, so you have to be ready and be thinking ahead. Okay, so if the cement mixer goes, well, good. We're going to move on. And we're going to do something else, or we're going to test that mixer in the morning. We're going to make sure it's gassed up. We're going to... So then, when I got into the carny business, it was the same thing. You went, you showed up at Lollapalooza, let's say, and you get thirty thousand kids, and you're out in the middle of nowhere, and it's one hundred and ten degrees. Good luck if you don't have ice, or good luck if the ice truck breaks, or good luck if you don't have electricity. And these are all things that would happen. But we would get there early, and I would make sure, and I could never plan enough ahead ever. There'll always be something wrong, but when those things happen, I could deal with it. So going back to, you're supposed to be here at nine every day. And most of the time it's nine, 10, nine, 15. And again, I'm having empathy and compassion. I'm not mad at you, Kelsey. Like I, I should be, but I'm not because I feel bad for you because I see you so under so much stress <laughs> as you're struggling to come in. I'm like, it would be so much less stressful just to get up earlier and then be here early max. By the way, Maria, when it comes to going to the airport, she's like you. You've seen that, right, Maria? And I'm like, Maria, you, you know, you, you, I want to be at the airport early because something's going to go wrong. So I want to be ready for something to go wrong, for the flight, to, the gate to get changed, something to get canceled, whatever. Maria, it's like, just hates waiting because I know she's from that personality type. And then it's like, Get there at the last minute. I'm like, okay, you and Meredith, okay, two you know, beautiful girls with big personalities. You're famous on topic. Great. Good for you. You can skate by everybody. I don't have that. Regular guys don't have that luxury. You know, the, the, the olive oil looks and the guinea charm will only take you so far. But, uh, 
I always say being ahead. So I said, you know, Kels, this is now an opportunity for you. This has been a problem for you that's been weighing you down, that hasn't been helping you. And when I said, I said, you know, we kind of went a little deep with it. I said, you know, Kels, I know Maria looked up to Joan London and people like that when she was younger. And it's like, I want to be like them. Um, and I, you know, and I'm like, and I don't know if your generation doesn't have that, doesn't look to people, or if you're looking to people, it's more, and you don't look to anyone, but I have friends who like might look at say influencers, the Kardashians say, oh, that's what I want to be. And it's not for the right reasons. They're not saying, okay, I want to be like Kim Kardashian who works seven days a week, seven nights a week, and is coming up with multiple businesses. And, you know, they're looking at all the other aesthetics. But Maria was like, you know, Joan London, I just, the way, the way she delivers the news, she's so respectable. And, you know, and I, and I was saying to Kelsey, I'm like, you know, Kelsey, who, do you have somebody that, that, you know, is a really uh, amazing business person or producer or, you know, celebrity that you look up to, to help me with this? And you're like, yeah, you said Maria. I see Maria drive in with her car and I go, God, I want that to be me. I said, okay, well, do you ever see Maria all scattered and, you know, late and, trying to pull herself together. I mean, no, you see other deficiencies, obviously, but you don't see that. I'm like, so, okay, but this, uh, you, this now gives you an opportunity to get there, you know? Okay, great. Eight o'clock. So let all the civilians complain. And now you go to bed an hour earlier, get up, make yourself get up earlier, either get a workout and take advantage of that or come to work earlier, get everything ready and then maybe see what happens. But, but the idea is shifting your mentality. Okay. What's the good in this? Because what happens is those negative thoughts all wear you down. They wear down your health. They wear down your mind. They wear down your energy. And then they become habitual. See, mine are habitual. But the good thing, according to her book, is that because the brain is, is, uh, has neuroplasticity, you can build new pathways. So by, being, so by retraining your brain into thinking Okay, what are the good thoughts? Why this? Why is this a good thing? Um, you can actually shift your thinking. And by the way, there are times where you know she was like, "Listen, you're in such a bad way that you can't do that." She's like, "But then, okay, then, 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 in that case, it's about embracing the bad." And I think that's a whole other discussion. Like that's when something is extreme. It's okay. It's like just just be with it in that moment and kind of breathe through it. But we definitely need to do a follow-up with her. But I think in the meantime, if you can think of what the good things are attached to any negative or any thoughts that are that are debilitating, if you can think of the, the good that might be attached to it, um, it'll help you in the moment. But I do, I actually seem makes sense over time, you can start retraining your brain and seeing a difference. So anyway. It makes sense though. No, oh, I love it. I think it's we're so quick to um, we got effed. Go well, yeah, just to go to the negative, right? And it's it's like uh, when we were talking about this, I was already kind of like coming to that conclusion because I was like, "Why, God, this like the neighbors texting me, everyone is just like killing." I'm like, I don't have time for this. I'm already <laughs> effing exhausted. Like, I don't need to also now listen to y'all, bitch. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? So it's like, okay, what? So 
So it's happening for us, not to us. So yeah, I'm out the door 40 minutes earlier. Okay. So I get here and I walk around the block and get my morning sunshine in. Great. I get in the studio earlier. Great. Yeah. So I just think that like they're simple shifts, right? That once you like have the awareness, it's like, oh wait, you can kind of catch yourself and not even give the energy that a lot of us don't have to give to the bad thoughts or to the negative or to the the other side, right? Yeah, I feel like, yeah, people do definitely migrate to the negative because it's just the, that's the easiest thing to do. And probably we're used to it. I, I would always, God, I would say to my mother for years who would complain, but also Maria too, pre-Joe Dispenza. And I, I you know, you, it, by the way, not a, certainly not a healthy line you want to hear from someone close to you but i would always say to them well when they would complain i'm like well if that were fixed then what else would you have to complain about and then i would get the shut up i don't want to hear it <laughs> but but with those people i feel like yeah they're all all the tenants blowing you up it's like i, I feel like if it's not this it would be something else right so i don't know i digress what do i know Carolina, what do I know? You know a lot. No, I don't know about that. I really don't. I just know that uh, I think in as Christmas comes around, which I don't think I can't make the trip back there this, this year. I, I just told Maria as much as I would love to go home, and I love the East Coast during the holidays. I just I like actually LA around the holidays because everyone leaves. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Me too. People leave the city, so it's nice and empty. Um, but I just I can't get get on a plane and um, and and make the make all those rides down and be in that cold weather in the dark and I just it's just too much. It's too much. I think uh, I got to circle the wagons. Yeah. No, LA during Christmas is my favorite, and usually my family, my mom is about fed up with the lack of sunshine, so they come here. So I'm so excited because. All the Airbnbs are free because no one's really in LA. Have they, always, have they always come here? Have they always come uh, here? Yeah. I mean, over the last couple of years, last year we didn't because we went and saw my dad's brother because he's sick. Um, but the year, a couple of years before, they've they come here and it's amazing because I hate getting on planes. It makes, I'm like, oh, I'm not doing it again. I, I'm like, you, Kev, I'm like, I can't do another plane. Um, but it's awesome. They got the coolest Airbnb for so cheap because like, again, no one's here during Christmas time and yeah. it's right by me. We'll just do the beauty of Kevin making us get on StreamYard. Now we can hit it virtually. It's yeah, yeah. I'm excited. And hopefully it will give you then the space to uh, recoup, Kev. Yeah, I'm, I'm look, definitely looking forward to it. Or, or doing some things that, and get, doing some things that give me back energy. Yeah. You know, that's the other thing too. I haven't done anything and, and by the way maria continues to ascend and um that's another thing too that's a little bit of a trip for me you know i've always done everything in her life i mean whether it's renovating the studios the houses producing the shows writing her books I and mean, it's not a part of styling every single element but you know the goal was always to teach her how to fish rather than give her fish so she could do it on her own and and with this Joe Dispenza now, the fact that she's just released so much of stress and anxiety, she's able to just do accomplish so much more. I used to always say, and I think a lot of women might relate to this too who listen to Heel Squad, but I'd say Maria is a Ferrari that is pulling 
a tractor trailer full of cement or was. And she's still going 140, 150 miles an hour. But because she's pulling all that weight, she's, you know, she's like blowing her brakes. She's popping rivets, the shocks, the engines, redlining. I mean, you know, um, the car's coming apart. But I swear with the work of Joe Joe Dispenza and the meditations, it's like she has detached from this trailer and she's just soaring. I mean, I can't even believe the amount of things that now she's just doing and the amount of balls she's juggling effortlessly. Um, And uh, yeah, so we're actually renovating the studio, but I, other than a couple of things I went into oversee, I'm really not part of it, which is amazing for a change. And um, she's got an unbelievable team of agents now that um, she's just assigned with that. It's the likes of which I've never even seen before. And everyone's very involved in all these different things. And it's just kind of like, okay, so it's, it's, it's good for me because the pressure's off me, but then it's like, I also need to find purpose too. So I have, you know, and again, I, and I, you know, I just want to go zero to hundred. So I had, I have after buzz, I have other things that are out there, projects that um, need my attention, but I am really going to focus this winter on health. Um, I have that luxury. So that's going to be the goal. And then, yeah, try to find some purpose and some meaning because I think that will help. That does help our health as well. You know, it's like, what can we do that brings value to ourselves, to others, or, you know, what do we enjoy? Anyway, this is the thing. This is the time of the year, I think, along with having fun, we can start thinking about that for next year, you know? Right, right. So we organize, we celebrate, mm-hmm. and we recalibrate. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So most of you for next year. I think too, like, and I'm saying this out loud because I need to hear it myself at this time of year. And I had a great, my acupuncturist is like a therapist. He's like this fiery, I love him so much. And the other day, I like, I'm just, I feel like when I get to the end of the year, I usually, there's like 72,000 things that I feel like I need to get done. And then I'm just like, so overwhelmed and like, want to like literally cry every five seconds and like collapse that's i'm always like that at the end of the year and russell was like kelsey a it's not doing you any good nothing more is going to get done by being that way and b he was like look at all the trees all they're shedding leaves they're lightening up like that's what we're all supposed to that's the first thing i thought that's the first thing i thought of kelsey i know that's crazy i really wish um and who knows, maybe over Christmas week, like I said, one day, if I can get over there. Oh, I would love Because that's that. what I just keep thinking is just shedding. I just, I, and again, I was all, all over the board today, but I, I will say just from shedding what I did, you saw me do some of it. Yeah. In the closets, in my office, in my drawers, it, you know, it just felt so good. Yeah. It felt, and, you know, and even when Maria walked in, you know, when I was done, she was wait, what? Like I haven't, <laughs> this place looks amazing. Um, but yeah, it feels really good to shed. Yeah, we all need to shed. Shed. Shed and take care of ourselves and be okay with saying no. I had to, like, I was looking at my weekend and we have this big merch shoot and I was supposed to do something like big on Sunday and I'm like, I can't. I literally can't. I can't. I Like, I really can't. And I felt awful saying no. It's a good friend and 
But, you know, honestly, too, like if they're good friends, then they'll respect that mm-hmm. you can't. So that's my other my other tip for this time of year. You can well, say no and be okay with that. Yeah, because you, I mean, you, I don't know. I haven't seen you say no to a lot of them. But no, I, also God, haven't, no. I, haven't, I haven't seen a lot of them be there for you either. So like, that's why yeah. I, um, I think that yeah, you have to choose. Mm-hmm choose you right now you know it's hard you're making you're trying to make your cut your teeth and make your bones right now Mm -hmm. and um and that's a time where good friends need to let you do that and good family needs to let you do that yeah you know true at this time uh needless to say well kids well kids um (laughs) yeah i think uh kev what's uh, happening for rgf next week you're going to be in a different country uh we'll surprise you Okay. <laughs> you know, we'll figure something Special. out. We'll figure something out. We'll figure something out. Yeah, I mean, I'm like, has Maria said what we're doing or no? No, like, she just said that you're very busy. That's it. That's Got all it. she said. <laughs> I was okay. like, I'm hoping to get a few chat shows out of you and Kevin. Nope, we're going to be super busy. I was like, okay, but maybe just like two. I'll get, I'll get, I'll <laughs> I know you will. I know. I'll make it happen. Yeah, I'll make it happen. Well, at least we'll get some. Yeah. Um, yeah, did she say, but did she tell anyone where we're going and what we're doing or no? Is that, uh, I don't think so. Well, actually, maybe like secret. a month ago because yeah, it's yeah. like around, it's, but maybe we don't say anything. It's a surprise because I know she'll post. Ah, uh, okay. But was- her Christmas movie is out the 17th, you guys. That is next Saturday on Lifetime, the holiday dating guide. So mark your calendars. Nice. And watch i'm so excited yeah oh watch what maria does a really good job in it i'm really excited she really did well um and spirited in on netflix i thought was oh, great so i good. i want to see violent night it's in the movie theaters i have a good feeling about that but i will i will always push my little um hidden gem that came out a couple of years ago called fat man um oh, yeah uh the um it's a, it's a dark comedy if you liked bad santa i think um, you'll like this. It's not the same, but as Bad Santa, but some similar tones in that. There's, it's uh, it's dark, but in a good way. And I don't know. I always throw that out there while you're watching all your Christmas specials and everything else. I'll tell you, Year Without a Santa Claus. I got very emotional watching it again. I still think such a nice little <laughs> sim- nice little opera that the people at Rankin Bass have created over there. Um, Poor Kelsey, too overwhelmed to appreciate it. <laughs> I need to read, but I appreciated it more than Rudolph. Yeah. Rudolph just pissed me off. Right. <laughs> Rudolph, Santa was mean and everyone was mean to Rudolph, but I did not like that. <laughs> yeah, should we go out with some more Bing? Yes, let's go out with some Bing. We, yeah, he's uh, he's enough of a queen, I suppose. He's totally a queen. Oh, my kids, try to remember why we're here. Help each other, learn from mistakes, and uh, I don't know, have some fun. Especially this, look a lot this time of year. Listen, the next few weeks, I always say you can be a little nicer, a little more forgiving, a little more understanding, a little more generous. Why not? Why not? Why not? You can't just be all about, can't just be all about the lights. There's got to be something redemptive about this time of year. Although the lights are very cool. It's nice to see all the lights. I haven't seen that many lights. I'm not going to lie to you. 
Yeah, uh, yeah, me, me well, I guess because I was all over the country, so that's true. That's true. I got a mini tree at Whole Foods that's literally like one foot tall, but I love her. She's like 10 bucks. <laughs> so you need, I know. I'm thinking about putting lights on my cactus too, maybe. Nice, Kelsey. Thank you. You just show them, and Carolina, you show them too. <laughs> and I got all right. Everybody, have a great weekend. And um, as they say in Boston, we'll talk shortly. Shotly. Hey, Hill Squad. We have been on quite the journey together, and we're hearing from so many of you just how much this show is helping you heal and get better, and it makes us feel so good. We love, love, love it, and we just ask that you don't keep it to yourself. Spread the message and share the show or your favorite episode with your friends. And if you want to help us even more, you can leave us a five-star rating and a comment on Apple Podcasts or Spotify and follow us on Instagram at Heel Squad. You can also DM us anytime because we love connecting with you. And finally, you can also join us on Patreon for our monthly live heel events with world-class healers and ad-free episodes exclusive only to Patreon and our Super Heel Squad for as little as $10 a month. So go to patreon.com backslash heel squad to join. Getting better isn't easy, friends, but as I say all the time, it's a whole lot easier if we can do it together. We love you all so much, and we love doing this thing called life with you.